Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections, a podcast all about helping you comfortably connect with others in any situation. Hosted by Leanne and John, this podcast is proudly brought to you by Fortitude at Work. Fortitudeatwork.com.au Welcome to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. I'm Leanne and... I'm John. Yay, we got that bit right, Johnny. We, we, did. we did. We're on a roll. <laughs> yeah. And so we're finally back mm. doing this, aren't we? We yeah, had a bit of a break, didn't we? Yeah, I think we had a bit of a hiatus. What happened there? Well, we decided, I think, at the end of the last episode yeah. that we were going to talk about happiness. Oh, we, obviously we've spent the last six months going, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite happy enough yet. <laughs> Okay. In fact, I think it's been more like 12 months oh, really? between drinks. Sorry, yeah. about, sorry about that. But but we're back now, aren't we? We are. We're not talking about happiness today, and we'll get to that topic in a minute, but I think first we need to just acknowledge that we've really stepped up our performance now, haven't we? We have. We're, um, we're doing something a little bit more professional. Yes. Uh, more efficient. Yes. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit like a rock star because... Um, Today we're at The Grove getting our pro on, really, aren't we? We are. We are. <laughs> so that, that allows for you and I to, um, to just chat away without worrying about me fiddling with the microphone. That's it. And for those of you that are, you know, sitting in the bath or driving in the car and listening to this now, we're going to fill you up and with a whole bunch of wisdom and experience talking about what? Oh, today we're going to be, what? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't listening to you. Oh, oh there it is. What a nice uh, intro. Segway. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about listening. Hmm. And how ironic that we're actually presenting the uh, podcast in a way that should be really, really easy to listen to nowadays. Yeah. Because we're in a professional studio. Yeah, yeah. It'll be easy to listen to. Easy listening. Easy listening. Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard that somewhere before. So we're going to talk about listening um, and we, we talked about this a lot on the way here mm. today about listening. But I guess the first question that I wanted to ask you is why do you think we have to listen? Because I think I've got, I've got friends who don't really listen to me. Mm. I love them dearly. They don't necessarily listen. They just wait for me to stop talking. I just, sorry, just before we do that, um, on the way here, um, I was driving from our place to the Grove and uh, we had a, a, a little bit of conflict there because you told me to go a different direction. <laughs> and at the end of that, uh, that conversation, I, I just want to have it recorded what you said at the end of that conversation, just so we've got it down in, in a recording. What did I say? Well, who, who, who was right? <laughs> 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 just want to just want to get that down. That's all. Yeah, it was a very rare moment. It but, is very rare. But yeah. yes, you were right. I was right. You were right. And you were. <laughs> <laughs> so just can we get that all? Can we stitch uh, that all together? I was uh, unusually incorrect. There you go. There you go. Thanks unusually for that. Unusually incorrect. It, it is rare, and I and and give me credit where it's due. When I'm wrong, and and I say I'm wrong, and you're right, I say that out loud. So I just thought it was fair. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. I see. So we're going to record it for all history. That's it. And for those people out there that have partners that never want to admit to that, I just want to, you know, just want to hear it and have it down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. So listening. 
Okay, let's get back to the topic now that you've, you know, nailed me like that, so to speak. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're talking listening. So my question, my my first question is, why do we need to listen? Hmm. So the... So two human beings listening to each other, is, a, is it a good thing? Yeah, is it a good, is it a necessary thing, I guess, is what I'm asking you. Yeah. Is it necessary? Well, you and I have been on the earth for a while now and we've been uh, listeners and we've been someone that's been listened to. So, um, and we've done that both in our personal and professional lives. So I think... Um, I think it's a fair statement to say that listening is important and it, uh, it's about connection. It's about uh, human beings connecting with each other. And I'm, I'm sure we talked about this on a previous podcast where we said um, it can't be underestimated or understated how important it is, uh, connection Yeah. between human beings. So listening is a very important part of that process and doing it well, I think. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I agree with you. I think it is about fundamentally it's about connection. And certainly something we talked about earlier is that the research shows that um, if we want to live a fulfilling, happy life, and and there's that word again which we'll come back to in another episode, but if we want to live a, a fulfilled and happy life, then um, perhaps listening is a, is a core skill because... Mm. We need connection and if we actively listen to people, mm. then we demonstrate our willingness to enter their world. Yeah. And the, uh, the couple of TED Talks that I've, I've seen recently where they talk about happiness, um, uh, they also talk about longevity. You know, so, yeah. And, and they, in, in their research they said that people who are connected to others and to their communities yeah. um, seem to uh, bring, bring the greatest results for a happy and long life. Yeah, and I mean it's it's worth exploring a little bit in the context of listening, like that notion of connection. I think because I know that I'm I'm fairly quiet in social settings, and so often when I hear that word connection, it sends a little bit of a shudder up my spine because I think, oh my god, now I have to actually get out there and talk to people. Yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily about a cast of thousands, is it? No, it was strangely though, and I've said this before. Um, you you don't uh, connect well in in small social groups, but for some reason you can stand up in front of thousands and and have all of this confidence to talk about your subject choice. Yeah, that that's probably worth exploring in a different episode. Yeah, and, I, and um, I'm the other way around, right? I, I, yeah. in, in small social settings, I'm I'm annoying, um, but put me in front of a a crowd and I just clam up. That that really uh, that gets me. So yeah. Yeah, that that's true. So, and I guess the point to be made there is that connection doesn't have to be, you know, life of the party mm. and extroverted. Um, it can actually be just a quality connection you have with maybe only one or two people in your life. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually okay. And that saying about um, you can count your your closest friends on one hand. Uh, uh, older people towards the end of their lives will say that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the real friends are on one hand. And in fact, we've been hearing quite a lot of, I think, in the news generally about the power of connection and living well and healthy living mm. and being connected with others. Um, there's many ways of doing that. And I guess what I like about listening, it kind of gives you a entry point into many choices on how you might connect with people. So... 
Um, for me, I know I'm working in the small business sector and I think the more effective I am at listening to other small business people, mm. uh, the better I am in um, offering my services and my support. Yeah. Um, if you say, for example, you'd seen on the news that, you know, connecting and being part of your community is important for healthy living, mm. well, you could go out and do something in a social setting with a volunteer group or a community group. Mm-hmm. And if you're a good listener yeah. of others, then it's probably easier to connect with that group. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's like a core skill that probably opens the door for yeah. For lots of different situations. And those uh, those relationships um, that you're talking about, uh, where you have a, a relationship with someone, we have a conversation where it's a, it's an equal conversation with equal time, if you like, and, and you're both listening and being present to each other. Um, you both leave that experience uh, the better for it. Yeah. Um, and, and my experience, when, I, when I'm involved in counselling, um, those relationships I have with other individuals or couples or on the phone... Um, I recognised years ago that um, every one of those relationships that I leave, I, 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 I know a little more. Yeah. And, and I take that with me uh, to, the, to the next uh, client or, or friend or relationship. Yeah. So, so it's not all about talking at people. It's about taking in and giving equally. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, you know, the, more, the better you are at listening to one person, the better you might be communicating with the next person. That's it. And, you, and what you take from that is just as important as what you give. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it just makes me think um, of what I've, the, the limited education I've had around um, Indigenous Australians mm. and how important storytelling has been in their culture. So they, their culture has been built on on listening skills, yeah, really, absolutely, and, and the sharing of stories. Those stories that go down through the generations—that's how they connect with their ancestors. Yeah, it's an important part of their their culture, and I get that. And I, the same with the uh, Kiwis as well. Yeah, you know, the Maori, Maori yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess um, w- what we're really doing is saying that we, we take it for granted that we're going to listen to people, but it's actually a really core, valuable skill that you can use to get out there in the world yeah. um, easily, yeah. I guess. And you can so. use, and use that in um, your personal relationships, your business relationships, yeah. sales. Um, yeah, all, all of those relationships in all parts of your life. If you can find uh, a comfortable way to communicate uh, where you can be heard and also to listen uh, actively, then that will, uh, the, the value from that from you and the person you're being with is, is great and yeah. it's equal. Okay, so let me just call this then, Johnny, mm-hmm. um, and probably stating the obvious, but I'll I'll bet. Sorry, we're going to continue with calling me Johnny. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay, that's fine. Yep. I'll bet that the tens of listeners that are listening out yeah. there in podcast land yep. are saying to themselves, aren't we really stating the obvious? Mm. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Well, not for everybody. I, I, some people, We said this earlier before we started recording. Um, is there a... Um, a percentage of the the human community um, that are quite happy not connecting. Do you yeah, yeah, that that's right. Um, and and you suggested that um, what was it that 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 it's a it's a fundamental thing that people need people, as yeah. Barbara Streisand said. So yeah. so, um, <laughs> but there are people that need less. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, they so, can get by. Okay, so of the, the seven listeners that we have right now, there's, there's probably <laughs> at least one of those out there who's quite happy with my own company, quite happy not going out, quite happy uh, watching television or, or doing my hobby, and I don't necessarily have to connect and listen or be listened to. Yeah. Um, but you were suggesting that at some point it's important, yeah? Well, yeah. I'm. Well, no, what I'm suggesting is that, you know, of the seven listeners, one's already said they're quite happy. Yeah. There might be two others that are thinking... Why are they talking about such an obvious topic? Oh. Uh, you know, everyone knows that they need to listen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably about um, uh, the the skills uh, on on how to listen, um, and maybe not everyone knows uh, the, all those little bits and pieces that can help you be a good listener. Yeah. And when might I identify that I need to address those skills? That's a good question. Yeah, because uh, the reason I raise this is because I notice sometimes with our boys at mm. home, we've got two teenagers that live at home with us, mm. um, I notice sometimes that their their communication and their interaction with me mm. can be heightened if I if I sense that they feel like I don't hear them. Mm. And so what happens is I think sometimes the response is to either talk louder, to talk with an annoyed tone in their voice, mm. to talk over me um, or to even stop talking and say just forget it. Okay. So the, the, the clues that just maybe you're not listening as well as you could be is the way that people uh, react yeah, when that's they're around right. you. Okay. And some of those would be to uh, they, they get annoyed, they get angry. Yeah. They, they raise their voice, they walk away. Yeah, they walk away. Yeah. They They tell me just to forget it. They shut the conversation down. They sulk. Okay. You know, sulk is probably a good word. And maybe I'm just describing all my own behaviours when I don't feel... Listen to, in fact, in fact, I am, okay. I'm describing my own behaviours when I don't feel listened to. But I think what's really cool about that is perhaps there's some of the indicators. So if you're talking to somebody and they're giving you those signals back and mm. we're pretty clever human beings, right? We've got a radar that says we know when a conversation's going well or it's going off the rails. Mm. If we're all honest with one another, we know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're getting those signals on your, you know, human emotion radar, yeah. then perhaps... Um, it's worth considering, am I really hearing this person? Yeah, and um, so all of those uh, flags or clues, if you like, uh, um, of relationships, uh, of conversations being shut down or uh, not going well and you feel they're not going well, and if you're in business or sales, your sales are down or yeah. your, um, the, the relationships with um, clients are down and, you want, and you're thinking, well, what's going on there? Oh, yeah. So, so if, you, if, if you already know in the back of your mind that, um, the, the basics of sales is to relieve your customer's pain. Um, and if uh, relieving someone's pain, uh, people like to vent. Yeah. So they want to get out their pain and in order to do that, they need to be heard. Yeah. So if you're in a sales situation and you say to someone, so what is it that I can do for you? Um, if you don't listen yep. to what's causing them pain, then you're not going to be able to relieve it, are you? Yeah, that's... That's exactly right. Exactly right. Listen, I'm supposed to be the sales expert. Oh, sorry. Expert, okay? sorry. Yeah, yeah, so right. I'll talk about the business stuff. Okay. You talk about the human stuff. Yeah, they, okay. all, they all cross over. <laughs> yeah. They cross over. 
look, and I actually think you're spot on. And I think there's been times where I've pitched for business and I've not been successful in that pitch. Not all the time, mm. but sometimes. And I've not been successful in that pitch. Yeah. And it's because I probably haven't really heard yeah. what they want. Yeah. And that's the same if you're marketing a business. If you're, you're doing a business plan and you're yeah. going, okay, what is it? Um, what are my goals? What are my strategies? Um, uh, what's my business plan? You go, okay, well, firstly, I need to know my market. And to know your market, you want to know what what's the pain in your yeah. market that, that they're looking to have relieved. And let me ask this then, mm. which yeah. links beautifully into that. How easy is it to listen without bias? Well, the, you've, I've done a little bit of research on this recently about cognitive bias, right, and, and that we all have that. Uh, so there's no getting away from that and also ego. Mm. Right, so um, all we can ever do, all I ever do, um, is is to um, uh, be aware of it, have some mindfulness around my my your personal bias, my built-in biases that are the, and and I and because I'm a work in progress, we all are, and this is a practice. Um, I just try to notice when that stuff gets in the way of my relationships, both in personally and in business. So. So I, I, I think we need to explore this a little, a, a little bit more because um, particularly for me in a, in a sales role mm-hmm. when I'm selling, um, wanting to have people hearing, uh, me hearing what I'm, I'm wanting to hear um, and filtering out the bits that don't serve me well mm. um, perhaps is to my detriment. Okay. So you're saying um, practice some form of mindfulness, so some form of awareness during the conversation that says, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable with this yep. or this isn't meeting my expectation, mm. this isn't going how I wanted it to go. That's it. Yeah, notice notice what's happening within yourself. Um, uh, be open to, to um, what is mm. and, and allow um, and, and do your best to practice that not getting in the way of connecting with another human being, whether that's a, a personal or a, or a business relationship. Yeah, yeah it, it reminds me, and I think I sort of touched on this little saying earlier on about the difference between listening yeah. and just waiting for your turn to speak. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just waiting for the gap yeah. to be able to say something. So, so okay, so we've, we've kind of talked about how... If if an interact or to sum up where we're at at this point in time, yep. we, we've talked about how listening is important because it is actually an easy way to connect with others. Yeah. If you listen well, yeah, you you kind of get a door into their world, don't you? You do. You do. And if you get a door into their world, then you're going to be able to connect with them. Yeah, and you'll be be open, be aware um, of your yeah. your own biases, and and um and just be. Uh, yeah, just yeah, actively listening yeah. though, with with some skills that go yeah. along with that. And and we've also touched on how if there's conflict in your conversations yeah. with the person that you're interacting with, and that conversation isn't going well, then that could be an indicator that you're actually not hearing them properly. That's true. So they're kind of they're kind of acting out but their yeah, frustration they that could, they're not being heard. That's true. They could also be having a bad day. So um, yeah, yeah. So, so um, you're not always responsible for uh, your your conversation reactions. Um, but if you can at least be aware that you may be uh, affecting that, uh, yeah. then it will certainly help in those conversations. But, yeah, you can also have someone who's having a really bad day and something's really happening in their life that you're not 
aware of that they're not willing to share. Yeah. Um, which then you could spend the rest of the day going, geez, I wonder what I did wrong there when in fact you, you, you didn't do anything wrong. You were just present yeah. to someone who, who wasn't in the business of connection. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. But if you are with someone where you, you might be able to change your approach sure. based on really hearing yeah. what they've got to say, then that's kind of exciting because yeah. that's, to me, that that's where the, the whole psychology of being in the space of somebody else comes into play because the only person I ultimately have power over is myself. Yeah. Um, and I need the only thing that I can change is my own personal approach. Yep. I can't change their their stubbornness. I can't change their their height and voice. I can't. Mm. I, I can change what I do and see if that has an effect. That's it. And and the key to that, I think, is just to be open uh, to being present to someone and and to hold space. Uh, oh, that's for, an interesting concept for you both to be in. You're listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections. Do you want to spread the word in your workplace, community, team or school? We're available to speak at your event or deliver customised training. Visit fortitudeatwork.com.au for more info. Okay, so so I guess what we're really doing now is we're easing into, well, how do I listen and how do I be a master listener? How do I actually do that? And um, so you've just touched... Uh, you've just touched on something called holding space. You hold space for someone. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, the, the, it can never be uh, understated the value in being present to another human being. Um, all of the, uh, the exit polls of people leaving uh, relationship, counselling relationships, yeah. um, will tell you that uh, the part of that, um, that therapeutic alliance that they had with that person was all about the relationship. It wasn't necessarily about all of the tactics or the types or the CBT or the positive psychology or the um, uh, all of the, the different types of therapies. It was actually about how they felt in the presence of that other human being and how that relationship was uh, made them feel more at ease and more open to, and to express Yeah, I, I agree. And I, look, I would argue that's exactly why people buy off one another in, in business. Yeah. I don't think it's ever really fundamental. Maybe, you know, if you go into into Woolworths and you're buying your peanut butter, it is. Sure. But, you know, for a major purchase. It's an emotional. It's an emotional. It's a relationship it that you have with the seller. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, so the, the, the question of how important is it to uh, hold space for yeah. someone, uh, it, for me it's fundamental uh, in all relationships. So if, if you can uh, create a space or an environment where someone feels um, safe and, and uh, comfortable and uh, and happy to um, uh, to be vulnerable, um, then you've done an excellent job. In, and ha- in so, present. how do you create that space? Okay. Well, well, there's a whole bunch of uh, skills, um, and and uh, over the time that I've been in training people on how to listen. Um, uh, there was something that sort of hit me a few years ago, and that was um, all of the books and all of the um, uh, the studies on how to listen to people. Um, it was sort of strange. I realised one day that um, it's a it's actually an intrinsic part of human behaviour. Um, so it uh, and that the books were people that had already uh, who'd worked that out just went and wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, a whole bunch of us are yeah. al- already have that as part of who we are. 
we already know how to, to have eye contact. We already know how to nod, just like yeah. you are now, okay? And we already Yeah, know. that translates so well in a podcast, my nodding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does. <laughs> um, and also, if you're on the phone, the mm-hmm and yes mm-hmm. and things like that. So The minimals, they're called, the, aren't they? Yeah, minimal, minimal responses and, and all of the um, uh, reflections, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. And or you can uh, repeat back to someone in your own words and paraphrase that you're um, it sounds like you're you're saying this. Oh, okay. okay. So you, you're talking about actually um, echoing or or responding with the That's words it. that says you know if I'm hearing you correctly you're saying this. That's it. Okay. So, so if you go, did with, you like how I did that then, Johnny? That's it. That's oh, it. So yeah. so one on one with body language if you're present face to face to someone and being open and honest and and wide eyed and and looking them in in the eye. Um, the, the nods and the, the minimal responses, the, the slight echoes when you're just a word or a, or a phrase that lets them know that you're hearing them, that sort of thing. And then you can move on to more active listening skills like um, uh, a reflection of uh, uh, a reflection of meaning and reflection of content. So if you if, uh, if you say something to me, just make a statement to me and I'll give you a quick example. You can do a bit of a little role play if you like. Yeah, that, that sounds really good. Okay, so let's just say, and thanks for putting me on the spot here. No, that's you know, good. That's, yeah. that's, that's just terrific. That's my job. Uh, let's just say that um, on the way here today, because I was um, uh, very, you know, unusually incorrect, um, it was causing me, I guess, a little bit of anxiety uh, around that. And, and for a moment I actually, I guess, um, had lost my bearings. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I was probably a bit snappy about that, I think. Okay, so uh, it sounds like you're saying that, that on the way here you, there, was, uh, there was some some stress and some anxiety around that that situation? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So just to jump out of roll, so just to reflect what you said. Yeah. With uh, my uh, attempt at understanding it uh, in a um, respectful way and also in a uh, it's, uh, it's tentative Right? Yeah. So, so it's never, so you're saying you were angry. Um, you'd say, I could, uh, so you, I, could, I could tell that maybe you, you, you were feeling anxious and, and a little frustrated with what was happening in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you're, so what you're, you're saying there, John, is um, you don't jump in and assume that you know mm-hmm. straight away. Like take a... Um, a tentative approach, I think, is the word that you said, right? That's it. Yeah. So, is it okay to then, um, you know, if you're if you're really trying to get meta mm-hmm. to what you're doing, and you're really trying to improve your listening skills, then there might be some key bridging statements that soften that reflections. So it sounds like yeah, that's it. So tentative, and and um, if you're a structured person and you've recognised that, uh, and this was me, by the way, um, uh, you're, you're a person that likes structure, you're a person who likes to feel safe with boundaries um, and you don't quite know what to say, you can actually have some very standard statements that can help you uh, be a present listener. Great. What are they? Um, Tell so, us all. Okay. Well, the standard that I used many years ago, and it was the only thing that got me over the line in, in even suggesting that I was able to listen to anyone, Yeah. Um, was things like, it sounds like you're saying this, uh, because of that, right? So it sounds like it sounds like you were feeling anxious because of that conversation. Tell me more about that. Yeah, great. So so it sounds like you're feeling this because of that. Tell me more about that. So that was the standard um, way of, of uh, validating what they said, yeah, uh, tentatively, and then uh, an open question to ask more about 
Yeah, great. That. And that, Great. Yeah. And I actually use that sentence nowadays um, to try and demonstrate that I'm listening to somebody um, because I find I, I, I need that structure to make sure that I am actively participating in the conversation. So it sounds like yeah. you're, you're getting lost you're, today. Yeah, you're feeling, you're feeling lost yeah. uh, because of that, that yeah. conversation. Yeah. Tell me more about what that felt like for you. Yeah, great. So, so that that's a good way to engage you in in strong listening skills because you really can't say it sounds like no. X if you didn't listen to what the person that's said. That's it. That's it. So you actually you are you, being present means actually listening and 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 hearing the words and and as uh, people who have intrinsic empathy yeah uh, very good at that they'll, they'll they'll straight away they'll go I get the feeling that you're that you're feeling lost or I can hear that you're you're angry or okay I can... yeah that's great can we just go back and grab those two so sure. you've just thrown in two other um, uh, other en- enters oh, okay. entry points yeah. Yeah. I get the feeling that. Yeah. That's another great one, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're really not only listening to the words, but you're going to be picking up on the tone yeah. that somebody is using in their and, and the language as well. So, uh, you know, have um, people that speak auditory or visually. Yeah. And they'll say, oh, I, I saw this or I, or, I, or I heard this or I felt this. You, yeah, you, you yeah. can mirror those as well. So, you know, so if you've got a person who talks from a feeling perspective and they say, I felt, uh, I felt uh, overwhelmed. Then you can say, "Oh, I get the feeling like uh, there was a lot of weight. Yeah, You're carrying great. a lot of weight there, you know, on your shoulders." And yeah, great. You can mirror that type of uh, language. Yeah, great. And I really like those kinds of um, entry points. I'll call them very technical term there. Um, the I get the feeling that it sounds like. Yeah. Um, I often say, "Would I be right?" Do you think that's okay? Would I be right in saying that was that was a bit stressful for you? Sure. Uh, well, remembering too that that you are you. Yeah. So um, uh, we're not suggesting that that everyone go and become another person. We're saying use use your your built in uh, compassion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to say things that that, that attentively. So yeah, yeah you say I, I I might have this wrong, but it's almost like you're saying this. Yeah. Tell me more about that. And that's quite different to just jumping in because. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was a, um, well, you know, because you're married to me, but mm. corporate trainer for years and years and years. And so I have taught probably hundreds of lessons on uh, listening skills mm-hmm. and um, and the old paraphrasing and, you know, restating comes up in everything. But what we're talking about today is a much higher distinction around that basic skill of paraphrasing mm where it is that tentative, non-assumptive, is that the right word, yeah. assumptive, <laughs> not assuming that yeah. you know. That's it, and without agenda. And I know we talked yeah, about yeah, biases earlier, point. so if it's, it's, it's non-judgmental. Yeah. So someone says, I, I just um, ran over a kitten, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 I'm, and, I, and I don't quite know how to manage that, right? Yeah. So if a, a judgmental response would be, you ran over a kitten, yeah. Okay. Or you could say, "Oh, that that sounds. I can tell from your voice that, that it's almost like you're in shock." Yeah. T- tell me more about that. What are you feeling? Yeah. Right. And that has no judgment. Yeah. Um, it's it's unconditional. Yeah. And and you're not. Um, there's no agenda there other than wanting to know what it's like to be them in this moment. Yeah. So if you if you stay on the track of and if you have if you can use mindfulness. And you want to be present to someone uh, who who wants to talk about their day or their pain or their fear, then um, 
with empathy, uh, just do your best um, to help them explain to you about what it's like to be them in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And look, let's let's call it that doesn't come naturally to everybody. No, no, no. Well, well, some some it does. Some but it does. some people it yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, and some people have all different. You know, the spectrum of, of connectedness yeah. and, and with conversation and vocabulary and and that sort of stuff. But yeah, some people. Uh, for me, definitely. I, when I first entered the industry of, of listening, um, I wasn't I wasn't very good. In fact, I, I I was very close to not being allowed to go to that next step because I just couldn't get my empathy. I couldn't get the language. Couldn't get the words. And I think that's the key, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in the other episodes, but it was a year ago, so I'd have to go and revisit them. Mm. But the word you keep talking about quite a lot is empathy, and I think that that's quite different, and Brene Brown does a great job of this, doesn't she, distinguishing empathy from sympathy. Yeah. And I think um, that's a really a, a, a good, effective listener has an empathetic tone. Yeah. And not a sympathetic tone. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling sorry for you. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying, trying to get an idea of what it's like to walk in your shoes. Yeah. And and to, to get an idea of how you feel in this moment. Because go back, going back to that horrific example of running over a kitten. Yes. Thanks for that one. I thought I'd, yeah, I, I thought <laughs> I'd go straight there. Um, you, you, I think you highlighted empathy extremely well. Of you know, it sounds like that that must have been just a very stressful situation. Yeah, for or you. I get the feeling and it's rather than a guess. And if, yeah. they're, if they're looking at you and they're wide eyed and they're going, "Oh my God, what's happened?" Yeah, I've just run over a kitten. Yeah, that's it's not a big stretch to say it's almost it's almost like you're in shock. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get the feeling that this yeah. is this has been traumatic for yeah. you. Yes, am I close? You know, you yeah. Can, yeah, just checking. Whereas um, somebody who perhaps comes from a more of a sympathetic. Uh, standpoint might sound a little bit more like, oh, that must have been tough on you. Yeah, that's it. Or, or you go, oh, poor dear. Oh, yeah. poor dear. That, oh, you're, oh. oh, you poor thing. Oh. oh, you must be. You must feel terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's. And the- and sometimes I think sympathy, you know, from that approach, and sometimes sympathy is appropriate in some circumstances, mm. but not. It's not necessarily a core listening skill. Mm. Um, but that approach sometimes with sympathy almost inherently says, yeah. I'm so glad I'm not you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not being, uh, you're not walking with them. Yeah, you're not walking with you're them. Actually, you're you're actually, kind of going, you're, you're oh, witnessing their troubles. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't in the car yeah. at the time when you <laughs> ran over that kitten. That's oh. true, yeah. So, yeah, so, so I guess really good listeners understand the difference between yeah. empathy and sympathy, don't they? Yeah, and if we, if we move along this structure of a listening uh, relationship, and we start with um, uh, all of the body language and the eye contact and the minimal responses and the echoes. And that's we, and, that's and, all the easy stuff. Yeah, it, there you go. It? And we've got yeah. a reflection of feeling and context sounds like you're feeling this because of that. And, and your empathy to try and grab the feeling or to guess at the feeling, to check it with them. And then you can um, other little structures along the way around um, uh, just a summary, a small summary every once in a while, uh, either in your own words. You know, we'll, we've been uh, we've been talking for a while and, and you're telling me, uh, about this yeah. and how shocked you are about what's happened this morning, and uh, and and after we've been talking for a while, you know, it sounds like you you're you're getting to some sort of sense around that. So you you create a, a small summary of where you're up to, and there often that's a good idea to put in if you have a, a pause in the conversation where you we feel like you're stuck. You can you can just go and do a quick summary of what's been happening in the conversation so far, and often that lubricates it to move forward. A bit like I did earlier on in this uh, in this episode. Of That's the podcast, it. Yes, very good, hey, very good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, hey? yeah. Just hey? want to bring this together. 
That's it. I, I just want to, we're going to wrap up very soon, but yeah. I, I just wanted to flip over and, and um, perhaps talk a bit about the person who is being heard. Yeah. Who's being heard. So you've got the listener who's actively out there listening and then there's the person who's being heard. And the reason that I bring that up is because um, a couple of months ago I was a keynote speaker at a conference and I was sharing the platform with a, a guy, a really lovely guy, who was speaking just before me, um, sorry, just after me. No. Uh, I was up first. And I went up and did my presentation. There was about 300 people in the room. It was a gorgeous conference centre and I went and did my presentation. And he'd been standing up the back of the room and had obviously put quite a lot of effort into listening to what I had to say Mm -hmm. because when he got on stage, he did a gorgeous job of building continuity in the message. So kind of building on what I had to say and referring to me Mm. quite a bit throughout his presentation. The problem was he got my name wrong. <laughs> so when he got up on stage, he kept saying, and as Lorraine has just said, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, yeah. And so what happened was, and because I was standing up the back with um, a couple of the conference organisers, uh, and we were fairly close, I guess, to the back tables yeah. of the event, um, every time he said my name wrong people would look at me and go, he's got your name wrong. <laughs> and then the people at the back tables would turn around and look at me. Oh, what a shame because that, that, that would have taken away from his message. Right, yeah. right. Okay. So what and what ended up happening, I think, even from my perspective, yeah. is all I did as the listener hmm. was listen for every time he said my name yeah. because I knew he was going to get it wrong. Yeah. Um, so... What role, what responsibility do listeners have, um, you know, to, to those, those people who are not listeners but those people who, who are talking, I guess? Yeah. What responsibility does the other party have to... Well, from what you've been saying, to be reasonably accurate. So, yeah. So to, to get a, a, some of the details to, to actually um, remember. Yeah. 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 And to because if you're... Um, if you're having a conversation with someone, they're talking about something, and they're talking about their child or their friend, and you just keep naming the friend uh, the wrong name, or, yeah, yeah. or you got the wrong dates, or you got the wrong country, um, uh, yeah, then that can that can disconnect if you like. Yeah. Yeah. So getting it right. Or likewise, too, giving people a break. You know, yeah. maybe thinking about it that way too. So if they're trying to paraphrase, if they're trying to engage in the conversation with you mm. and they get things wrong, maybe let that go. Don't hang up, don't get hung up on the fact that, well, they can't oh, even, see, you, you know, yeah. they haven't even got my name right. Yeah. Maybe just let that go and, and you know, let them try to connect with you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, the, the, what you're talking about is I'm something. kind of sw- trying to switch it. Yeah, no, I get that. So everyone listening to him uh, may have missed some, some, yeah, some they, really good stuff because really they were concentrating. Yeah, okay, including you. Yeah, including me. Yeah, okay. yeah, including me. Okay, so, yeah, so rather than um, in that, yeah, so if you're having a conversation with someone and and they have um, misquoted you or they've uh, got the wrong feeling with you, um, you can you can certainly clarify or you can let it go. Yeah. Absolutely, if you want to stay connected. Yeah, clarify or let it go. So I guess, you know, we're talking about the removal of ego and the removal of bias yeah. from both parties. Yeah. You know, we have an equal responsibility to do that and to give each other a break. Yeah. Well, know, yeah in, that, to have, in that conversation. To have unconditional positive regard or unconditional love. 
yeah. uh, is to accept people for who they are and where they're at, yeah. and and to not um, yeah, not to judge them. Yeah, even when they make direction mistakes, would you say in the car? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, should let that go. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Good. Oh, I think that's a pretty good way to end the uh, end the episode, Johnny. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's been wonderful. Thank it's you. been fantastic. All right, and, and next week, I think, what are we going to talk about next week, Johnny? Um, was it? Stress? Stress, that's okay. right. You've been listening to me. Oh, well there you done. go. There you go. So, yeah, next week we're going to talk about stress and um, and how to manage stress and, and the role that stress plays on, on all of us in our lives. The so, good, hey. Yeah. yeah, the good stress, the healthy stress, the unhealthy stress. Yeah, yeah. 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 Come back, everybody. Yeah. Listen to us next week. Tell your friends. Bring your friends. <laughs> okay. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Connections with Leanne and John. Connect with us via Facebook at Fortitude at Work. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show. See you next time.